welcome to the Victorious Living Solutions Podcast. I'm your host, Nikia Young, and today we have a great show planned for you. I am joined today by my lover, my best friend in the whole wide world, my tech support guy, my encourager, (laughs) everything you guys see me doing This is the man behind me, the wind in my sails, cheering me on and encouraging me to do it. My baby daddy, Mr. Rodney Young. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having me. All right. So you guys, I'm telling you, I did not prep him for this beforehand because I wanted us to have straight talk. I wanted it to be as real and raw as possible. And today's subject is a subject that is... This is a subject near and dear to me. Today's subject is called Strong Men Love Strong Women. Ooh. All right now. All right now. So let's clarify what we mean by strong men. And let's clarify what we mean by strong women. So I'll give you the chance. What do you think about when you think about a strong man? What does that look like for you? Well, when I think about strength, I think about someone who's strong in their convictions. Mm-hmm. When I think about strength in a guy, I think about internally. Yeah. Like somebody who is internally strong, someone who knows who they are, someone who is confident in who they are, and someone who has something to offer, you know, mm-hmm. and someone who's not afraid to lead. Okay. Someone who's not afraid to lead. Come on, Alpha. <laughs> All right. So let me tell you guys what I think about when I think about a strong woman. A strong woman is someone. Muscles. You got muscles. I got muscles. I've been working out. She is strong physically. (laughs) But aside from physical strength, a strong woman, I think, is someone who is confident in who she is and whose she is. She loves God. She loves other people. When I think about strong women, I think about someone who is very smart and intelligent, but also has the people skills to know when to speak up and when to hold her peace. Because it takes just as much strength to close your mouth sometimes, ladies, as it does to fling it open and just let all of your opinions fly out with reckless abandon. (laughs) It's a lot of strength in shutting up sometimes. Quiet strength. Quiet strength. Quiet strength. Because strong women, I believe, are the kind of women who peep a lot. We peep everything. We know discernment on 100. But we use wisdom. That's the word I'm looking for. To know how to deal with the situations as we see them. Um, How to deal with them in a godly way. Because we can fly off the handle. Ladies, you know how we do. But God doesn't want us to do that. So that's what I think about when I think about a strong woman, a wise woman. So you're not thinking about somebody who can just speak their mind? Now, if the situation... Because, <laughs> I mean, that's, that's... If the situation calls for it, 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 it can get live. It can get live. Um, but I believe a strong woman exercises the fruit of the spirit, the fruits of the spirit. So... There's a lot that goes in the strong woman. She's very ambitious. She's virtuous. Um, All that fun stuff. All that fun stuff. So those are just some of the attributes that I think about when I think of a strong woman. 
So let's talk about strong men loving strong women. And the reason I wanted to talk about this subject today is honestly, there are a lot of strong women that I know and admire uh, and that are single and are feeling a bit discouraged because at times they can be perceived to be too much. And they're either getting messages directly from society or indirectly from men that they need to somehow tone down who they are, scale it back, um, not be so much, don't, don't, you know, you're too ambitious. Men aren't going to like that. Men want someone too that's aggressive. too aggressive. Men, <laughs> men want someone that's quiet and meek and lowly and don't, you know, doesn't really say anything. Um, so I just wanted to, and I believe the reason that that notion is there, is out there, is because there are a lot of backwards definitions or examples of strong men and strong women. I believe that a lot of things we've seen growing up in like our parents' generation and different stuff like that has just been flat out toxic and we're having to, you know, generation late Gen Xers and millennials, we're having to unscrew our minds from all of that that we've seen and try to learn from some of the mistakes that we've seen, I think. And I believe because a lot of us have not done the inner work, or this generation, I will say, millennials and Gen Zers, we are, we're like the the life coaching, <laughs> like we love therapy. Like therapy. We're, we're, we're working hard. Therapy. I will say we are the generation that, you know, when our parents' generation was just like what happens in this house stays in this house. Our generation, I believe, we're just like, yeah, that, that hasn't worked out. <laughs> right. That hasn't worked out for Somebody anyone. else needs to know our business. <laughs> Somebody else needs to know our Somebody business. Somebody needs to know and, and help us. Like, what happens in this house stays in this house is the reason our generation is in <laughs> <Right>. therapy. <laughs> and we need a lot of therapy. So we've seen toxic masculinity. And we've seen toxic femininity. And those two things are constantly clashing and so even though we're doing the inner work now to work through those feelings, you know, there's still plenty that needs to be done. So we can set an example going forward. So the generations to come after us will not have to deal with this crap. So tell me what you think about toxic masculinity. And then you can give me some examples of what you've seen. Toxic it, masculinity. Toxic yeah. masculinity. All right. So what? It, what? It, first off, what are you calling toxic masculinity? Because when I first heard the term, I was taken aback a little bit. Really? So I'm like, why masculinity got to be toxic? <laughs> like, what's wrong with with being a man? So what? What would you say is toxic masculinity? And then okay. I can comment on that. Awesome. So what I say is toxic masculinity is the stereotypes that um, come with being manly, per se. Some toxic, toxic examples, I would say, for example, is feeling like you have to be a chauvinist pig. I don't know. Yeah. Like, just, <laughs> just doing too much. Like, 
woman cook my meals or just like not really respecting women the way that they should when I see males that are, but they think they're being masculine. Right, right. Okay. So that's what I mean by toxic. So, so, it's like they have a a warped sense of what it means to be a man. So kind of the macho complex. Yes, right? the like macho that whole... complex. That's a good way to describe it. So yeah. like okay. feeling like masculinity is all about sleeping with as many females as you can possibly sleep with. Um, just women are for your sexual pleasure and enjoyment and bearing your children and trophy yeah and not much else yeah um and so not really holding women in high esteem and because the toxic masculinity has been so steeped in our culture and because women have had to fight for so many years just to be treated equally just to be treated as human beings and which not is crazy sex objects <laughs> which is crazy yes it's <laughs> nuts like something that should have just been a given where women were treated with a place of honor and dignity we've had to fight so hard for that and then black women are still fighting like the white women are fighting for this and so black women we're like always the last to get everything after everybody else <laughs> done got their rights then we get ours. So that creates feelings of toxic femininity. Got it's it. like that book we read. We read this book years ago called Love and Respect. Great book. And The Crazy Cycle. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. So women have a need to feel loved and cherished and honored. And men have a need to feel what? Respected. Respected. Better put some respect. Put some respect on it. Put some respect on it. <laughs> Better. Nah. <laughs> so. Woman? No. <laughs> so, right. <laughs> so then, like, the crazy. You guys got to read this book. It's by Emerson. Egrich. Egrich. Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff. So, Great book. So, so you're you're wanting to know what I think about the toxic masculinity. Yes. Because I'm saying, like, when, when the women yeah. don't feel the love, then toxic femininity shows yeah, yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we get disrespectful. Yeah. And then y'all be like, oh, I'm not feeling the respect. So then y'all don't show the love and oh, then the well, crazy yeah, get, cycle keeps going around and around and around. Yeah, we get, it's all out of insecurity. And mm -hmm. I can say from my own experience uh, growing up, one of the things I did see, I was very blessed. My dad uh, was, was not a toxic male. Mm -hmm. um, and so, you know, my dad's a very kind, warm-hearted, respectful mm -hmm. man. And so I grew up watching a man honor his wife and and support her in her business and um, mm -hmm. support her in her endeavors. And so uh, I was raised by a strong woman. And so the idea of a strong woman wasn't threatening to me. It was a great thing. Mm -hmm. So it a lot of times has a lot to do with how you grow up. I mean, a lot of guys grow up in a house where they're shamed if they're not doing the, the macho things. Yeah. You know, so if they're into art and dad is into football, you know, they, they're going to mm. get clowned because, you know, boy, what you doing with them paintbrushes, you know? Yeah. And so a lot of that happens. And what happens, they grow up and they're trying to be yeah. this, yeah. you know. And, and I'll be honest, even though I grew up with the value of men should be honorable and respectful towards women and, and kind, yeah. I actually struggle with this idea of being nice. Oh, talk about that some more. Yeah. So I thought that being nice was kind of like weakness. 
And so when really? when people would, I remember <laughs> this is what happened so much, and I would get mad. Like when when a woman would say something like, "He's so sweet," I'd be like, "Dog it!" I'm like, you know, because <laughs> I because I wasn't looking. I was I was I had become I I'd, I'd been out in the world as a man, and mm-hmm. I started seeing what other people thought manhood was. Gotcha. So I got a little bit away from what I was, you know, what, what was exemplified growing up. I mean, it was still in me, but I saw the toxic masculinity. I saw mm-hmm. these things. And, and once again, nothing wrong with football, nothing wrong with, you know, um, you know, sports or whatever it is your interest. But the idea that a man has to be cut a certain way and has to have this certain style about him that makes him a man, I think that that's what the problem was. And so yeah. I didn't see kindness as strength. It took me a while. Now I do wow. I do now. And I want to make sure that our son understands that as well. So I think that a lot of times we're trying to to measure up. You know, we're mm-hmm. we're trying to make sure that we're 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 men. It's it's, yeah. it's a crazy thing, but th- that does happen a lot. Hmm. I would say for me I guess I could kind of say a similar experience to yours being a nice woman being someone who is my natural personality is very sanguine and very hi, hi my name know. is Nikia. Like that's how it was when we first met. It was like hi, I'm Nikia. I was like she's happy. Just I mean, just a bubbly, naturally a bubbly person. And I have seen toxic femininity, and what toxic femininity has looked like to me is this behavior or belief system that all men are dogs, men are, we don't need them. We don't need no man. Um, Get your stuff, get your money, have your education, have your job, which is absolutely nothing wrong with any of those things. But when your motive behind it is because I can do for myself because I got my own money and I, 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 and you're saying I a lot, um, it can lean into toxic femininity. And so when, you know, there have been people. Not attractive, by the way. It's it's not. It's not. Not to at least, you know. Um, There have been people who have kind of not, liked me because I'm not acting like that. Really? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's kind of like you you not why are you a stay-at-home mom? That's a whole other podcast for another day. As if that's not harder work than a nine-to-five. Because listen, okay? (laughs) But just that toxic femininity, like Women should be able to choose whatever they want to do. If they want to work outside the home, great. If they want to stay at home, be a stay-at-home wife or a stay-at-home mother, fine. But just because I'm nice, just because, you know, my husband is the primary breadwinner in our home, there's this, oh, you weak. You not, you don't have your own money because a woman should always make her own money you know, she, no, she should always. Stash. She needs yeah. stash just in case. Just in you know, case. Just, just, just in <laughs> case, because these men are out to get us. Because men are the enemy. Like anything that has a penis is evil. Like <laughs> I don't know. Like, 
<laughs> we laughing, but like there's women out here who really think like this and it's yeah. because they've been really all it is is hurt. Yeah. They've been hurt. Either their father wasn't in the home or the father was in the home and they saw a really toxic relationship between their father and their mother. Um, they've been treated poorly by men in the workplace. Mm -hmm. There have been all of these valid things that have come up in their lives where they've been hurt by men. Yeah. And that hurt when you don't work through it turns into bitterness. And it's just like, Men, <laughs> so that's what I All see. We toxic. Sperm. Right, we just need your sperm, and we can have our own babies and take care of them, and we don't need y'all for nothing else. Just and so, I don't possess that mentality. That's toxic, and so that's I define myself as a strong woman because my strength comes from comes from God. <laughs> Thank you. So now that we've gotten all of those definitions out of the way, let's talk about. The subject, strong men love strong women. And what are some of the things that let you know that I was a safe, non-toxic female and that, <laughs> that you would like to be in a relationship with? Let's start there. Okay, what made me know that you were safe? I don't think I was thinking about safety, but... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not from like, not like that I'm physical, physically violent or anything. But that, you know, safe, trustworthy, like I'm a safe person. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I, I knew that you didn't have anything to prove. That was the biggest thing. Mm. I, I, you didn't come off as someone who felt like they needed to prove their dominance or prove their their power or prove their, you know, I, I know some women like that. They, mm. they feel like they got to overcompensate with strength to make sure you know you know, that you ain't about to mess with me, that I'm going to have a last word. I'm going to dominate the conversations and I'm going to, and she didn't, you didn't do that. So mm -hmm. you were, you were kind once again, but the balance was, I knew that you weren't weak because, <laughs> <laughs> because I saw that one, you had taken charge of your own life. Mm -hmm. So yeah, you did have your own money. You did have your own <laughs> car, your own apartment, and you were very ambitious. And for me, I said, "Oh, that's somebody I can build with. That's that's mm. what that's what I'm looking for." You know, so I I didn't want someone who was just gonna be like, "Whatever you like," you know, like I, <laughs> like to me that's not fun. Like I, I wanted someone who was bringing something to the table and someone who I could go on a journey with. Ah, okay. Good stuff. Good stuff. Okay, so let's talk about this a little bit because there are some men that do want a whatever you like <laughs> type of girl. And what is that about? Why are some of these men like this? Can you help the brothers out? Like, Man, I don't even know, to be honest. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I can only speculate, but... I can only speculate to think that maybe it has something to do with maybe the woman is somehow or another filling a void for them. Hmm. So I got to have this, I got to have this like sex symbol on my arm. Um, who doesn't really, I have to feel powerful. So uh. if she's too powerful, then I'm going to be threatened by that. So I can't have that. I got to have somebody that's like, if I'm here, she got to be here, hmm. you know? And that's what I, that's my thought is, is that men maybe be a little bit insecure. Mm -hmm. So when you're a little insecure, you know, you're around someone that's secure, that, that's not going to go too well. Mm -hmm. So, um, and not that I'm all perfect or anything. I've dealt with several insecurities, but 
the thing was, I knew that at least at that point in my life, when we got into a relationship, I knew that God was calling me to do certain things. And mm -hmm. I also knew that he had a certain type of spouse for me. So I wanted to really submit to that. Mm -hmm. And that was important to me as well. Awesome. Well, I'll tell you guys a little bit of my story. There was a time about 2003-ish. Yeah, 2003, where I dated a guy. This was a very short-lived <laughs> situationship. I don't even know if it counts as a relationship because it was only like, he didn't last that long. I think he lasted about three and a half months. But A quarter. <laughs> a quarter. That was I, my third quarter, honey. <laughs> quarter so yeah it was like my senior year at DePaul and I met this guy I started talking to him and I remember some red flags that I was seeing that I wasn't really liking but I was like mm, you know the relationship is still new I'll give it time but this is giving me pause and what it was was I was about to graduate and he did not have a college degree that was not something that bothered me he had a job, he had a good paying job, he worked security, he had his own car, he had his own apartment, so it wasn't like he was a bum. So I didn't, I wasn't like, you gotta have a college degree to be with me. Like, it wasn't a thing for me, but it really bothered him. And the closer I got to my graduation date, I'm all excited, getting prepared and everything, the more he kind of started making little sly comments in conversation like, oh, when you get this degree, you're going to be making more money than me and just little stuff yeah, like. Isn't that awesome? Like just kind of. Add more money to the pile. Hey, but I mean, <laughs> he was saying little slick comments like that that let me know that like, oh, he's going to have a problem with me being at a certain stage and him being right here so i remember in a situation where he was looking for another job and i was like oh i'll help you i help him get his resume together all this stuff but it didn't matter how supportive i was being or how encouraging he was just like really intimidated by the fact that i was getting ready to have this degree and i was 23 years old at the time and i wasn't doing half the stuff that i'm doing now and so that, that relationship fizzled out pretty quickly, thank God. And then three years after that, I met a strong man. <laughs> now, the funny part about this guy was that he looked the part of a strong man, like all Macho. the stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like, you remember those Planet Fitness commercials where they would talk about lunks <laughs> right. in the gym? Like, yeah. all, yeah. Right, right. So, like, he was that kind of person. He had all the, but he yeah. was, yeah, I'm masculine. But he couldn't handle little old me having a college degree. And I had a bachelor's degree in psychology. You can't even do a lot of stuff with a bachelor's degree in psychology. I tried. Like, you gotta have a master's degree in order to really make money in psychology. But, anywho. Women I know go through stuff like that all the time. And he was talking marriage. He was saying all the right things. And every now and again, when I'm just in my, you know, just every now and again, I think about what would my life have been like if I ignored all of those red flags and married him 
anyway. Because sometimes as women, we do that. We think we can change a person. We think, you know, we see the red flags waving, banners waving in the air. We go, you know, I can change that or I can just pray that away or God will just fix it. I know that if I had ignored all those red flags, I would have derailed my whole life being with someone like that. Just everything that I'm doing now, we're sitting here, we're working on this podcast. So on the flip side, he wasn't even, I wasn't even doing all the stuff that I'm doing. I've done since I've done acting, I've done national television. You started doing that pageants. when we started dating. Yes, because I met someone that saw my ambition and saw all of the potential in me. And instead of being threatened by it, he was just like, yes, like how can I It was I sexy help? to me, look. He thought it was great. Look, uh, we dated at that point, maybe for about a couple of years mm-hmm. or about a year. Maybe, maybe we dated like year. just as I was discovering. It was about those a year or two because it was about 2019 when you figured that out. Um, when you start, when you started getting into the no, not 19, it was 18, old. 18, yeah. yeah. So when she did that, I was like, time to put a ring on it. She no, got into 2008. the. 2018. 2018. I said 18. Man, yeah. that's a long time ago. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, yeah. Like so, 2007, 2008. Yeah. So, when you started pursuing that vision. Yeah. And started making traction, that, I mean, that really, I was like, yeah, I'm about to put a ring on it for sure now. I mean, like, I, I knew I wanted to do it anyway, but there was something about when you really went forward to that. And I was like, yeah, this, this is definitely my life partner. So. And that, ladies, is a really important point to look for. I started diving into my all the dreams that were always in my heart to do and he did not run for the hills if anything he like dug his heels in and was like how can i help like this is so cool that you're doing this this man was lugging me all over chicago with my model bags watching me go to fashion shows do plays um driving me across the country to do beauty pageants like just nurturing and supporting my dream and he's consistently done that for years so ladies just know that strong men love strong women if you've got ambition you've got talent you've got all of these things in your heart and you know you are a 10 gallon person do not settle for someone that's one cup because your 10-gallon personality and everything that you come with is going to drown him. He's going to just be like, I can't support that. Or he's going to try to make you feel bad or try to, like, I don't know, do something to sabotage it because it makes him feel insecure. You have any final thoughts on that? Yeah, I think that you actually helped me, though, as well in terms of the whole being able to love you as a strong woman because mm-hmm. you didn't you didn't make me feel you, you didn't start projecting on me some sort of a disrespect right you know so once again you didn't feel like you had anything to prove and you knew how to you know you 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 could say certain things but you wouldn't you know what yeah. i mean like i like i i saw that you know uh-huh. so i saw that that self control that ability to to be patient mm-hmm. um there's some things i just it took me 10 years to get um, <laughs> on another podcast but um you know just just having that respect I always felt respected by you so I always felt like okay this is not anybody who they're they're gonna take their strength and try to run over me with it mm-hmm. you know so I I didn't feel like there was a need for me to feel threatened at that point 
Awesome. Awesome. So ladies, I mean, you know, that's, that's a powerful thing as well. Mm -hmm. uh, if you're in a relationship with a guy, man, look, all men face insecurities, all of us. Mm -hmm. all, and, and actually many times when we start doing something new, most of us have no idea what we're doing. Um, but she'd be like, yeah, you can do it. You know, so <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it was sincere, was mm -hmm. sincere. So that support was coming really strong as well. And it was sincere. So that, and it, that made it very easy for mm -hmm. me to support you and not run away because you had strength. Thank you. Thank you for that. So the love and the respect go both ways when women, when we honor and reverence and respect our husbands, it makes it easier for them to shower us with the love that we need. And then the crazy cycle does not start. If I start treating him with disrespect, it's going to be, like, be... I'd be like, woman? He's going to start withholding love. And I'm going to be like, like where the love at? you don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, if I'm not getting love, then it makes me feel, like, mad. Then I'm increasingly disrespectful. And then the crazy cycle goes away. Well, yeah, I mean, we're not around. perfect. That's happened. And so when that's happened, it's always weird because somebody's got to break down <laughs> and be... Somebody has to be the first person so, to apologize. Somebody's got to stop the cycle. Stop the crazy cycle. It's always hard to stop the cycle because you feel justified, you know, in mm -hmm. keeping it going. Well, she, she she said this to me, so I shouldn't have to, <laughs> you know. I don't care if she just had a bad day. You know what I mean? So mm -hmm. so a lot of it has, um, has developed as a re result of, you know, learning about relationships. I mean, we've read about it, but, you know, God also just really speaking to us and guiding us in the relationship. I mean, that was mm -hmm. really, really key. So, I mean, me even recognizing our strength, a lot of that God helped me do. I mean, you know, I would pray and God would remind me about things about her or, you know, even just this podcast, you know, God spoke to me like, Hey, you need to really support this. So it, it, the God involvement, you know, mm -hmm. I think really helps men to be able to really value strong women. I think mm -hmm. it's very difficult for men to do that if they don't have God mm -hmm. um, as their security. Say that again, please. No, I'm saying if if if, if a guy and I really, you know, man, hats off to these dudes who like are like married and they're doing it without God. I have no idea how you do it, but <laughs> <laughs> but. My relationship with God is really the foundation of my life. So that's where my security lies. So when I feel insecure, I go to him mm -hmm. and he helps me to figure out what I need to do or how I need to handle the situation. So I don't end up mistreating you. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Just cause, just cause I'm feeling insecure about something. Everyone feels insecure about stuff. Mm -hmm. We just have to respond to it a different way. God is my security. So he, he shows me how to value you. Mm. He really does. Like, and I'm not being like super spiritual, y'all. Like, this is real life. Like, I really do pray about my marriage, and God either puts thoughts in my mind or might lead me to a scripture or something mm. that shows me how I need to treat my wife. So I, I can't even take the credit, like, yeah, I'm just a strong man. <laughs> you know, you just, you know, you just you just need to be strong. Mm -hmm. No, nah, like. I mean, if you get into a relationship with God as a as a guy, God really does come alongside and direct how you treat the woman. It, I mean, that's, that's really how it rolls. Yes. And to his point, as we wrap it up, I will say because 
he is submitted to God and I know that he's submitted to God, I have no problem submitting to him. I don't because Whoa, I'm, don't that make you weak? See? And that's and that's that's the that's the man. Oh, that's, I thought you was a strong woman. You submit you should talking about submission. 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 <laughs> I know when I said that S word <laughs> the S word. Like, ah! Somebody probably just like threw their phone. Like, I'm not, no, we're not going to edit it out either. I said submit there. I'm submitting to my husband as he's submitting to Christ. And so let's talk about real quick because I feel like we can't, we can't, <laughs> can't drop that bomb and just We can't leave. just like, okay, bye, y'all submit. Peace out, man. They're going to be like, what? Wait a minute. What do we mean by that? Okay, okay, let me. I'm a. I'm a when, people, when people say submission, they think of, I don't know, like they get this picture in their head of like, of, I gotta be on a dog leash. And Whatever like, you he like, <laughs> he gonna be Whatever walking me like. around. Like sit. No, no, no that's no, not what no, we no, mean. No, no. That's it, not. That's not it. It's voluntarily putting yourself in a position to be led. So yeah, it's, it's a voluntary thing. Like I'm trusting mm -hmm. you as the leader to to make whatever decisions or you know whatever it may be. Now I, I'm gonna tell you this really does take strength. Like mm -hmm. for real, for real, because I've seen my wife submit to certain things that certain directions or certain situations that I kept us in and it it was hard. OK, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It was a hard thing to endure, but I've seen her do that. And then God eventually gets to me and says, OK, yeah, you need to change that situation. But she doesn't say, well, psh, if you ain't going to change the situation, I'm going to just. You know what I mean? Like she she waited for me to get it, you know. So there there have definitely been situations where you've trusted me and even though it was a very difficult situation. And I think that because you could have very well just got up and said, no, I'm not doing this. Hmm. I can't make you do anything. Yeah. I can't. Too. I can't make her do anything. Any, trust <laughs> me. I can't make her do anything. <laughs> so... So yeah, it's if, a, if she does something, it's it's a choice. Trust yeah. me. It's, even if she don't like it, she's like, you know, I'm gonna choose to do this because I'm honor God. All right. <laughs> I mean, that's exactly it. Like, and there are times when I'm submitting to him. There are times when he's submitting to oh, me. There's yes, a give yes. and a take with submission. It's not about like I don't know. People have this this slavery ownership weird like all kinds of strange connotations come up in people's minds when they hear about submission. You know. You know where I submit to my wife. I, it like always hmm. when it comes to other women. She's off the bat right. It doesn't matter. Like I've already made that decision. She's right. <laughs> she is right. Because I know that my wife has a certain anointing and instinct um, when it comes to discernment, when it comes to women. Mm -hmm. And I'm not just talking about like, you know, some 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 girl that's trying to talk to me or something. I'm talking about just in situations, you know, she, she understands and knows women. And that's something I've really come to value. And I'm like, if it even sounds crazy, I'm going to just trust it. Okay. You know, so that's one area where like, no, you, you drive. Like, <laughs> if you think that, you know, I shouldn't hire her, okay. You know, whatever it is, you know what I mean? Um, because she knows. So, yeah, I, I do submit to her. Yeah, I mean, it's about submission is strong people, whether you're a strong man or a strong woman. 
you have to, in order to be a good leader, you have to know how to follow at some point. Everyone who is a great leader that you can think of, they sat under someone and followed and learned before they got elevated to the status of being a leader. Like you can't always run everything. You can't run the show. You have to be willing to sit and be taught or be willing to just know that you don't know everything. You have to follow someone's direction at some point. And in your single season, this is for men and for women, this is the time to learn that. Because what should happen is you should learn how to follow God's leading, God's prompting, God's direction. And you should let that develop you into a strong woman and into a strong man. So that by the time God brings you into the path of the person that you're going to be with for the rest of your life, you're not constantly two rams butting heads because you've been practicing submission to God in your single season. So submission to your spouse is no longer an issue. And that's on period. <laughs> yeah. And I, I'll say one more thing about strength. Like, I think we just have to make sure we understand what what real strength is. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like, that's, that's the big thing. I mean, people are like, oh, you know, you think you're a strong man and this and that. Hey, look, you know, I I think strength is also being able to admit weakness. Hmm. And that's something that I've actually grown uh, used to doing here. You know, and so I, I'm very vulnerable with my wife. Like, I, I let her know even when I feel insecure about something. Um, because I believe that puts me in a place of strength because I'm not trying to, like, front, hmm. you know, and, and ask, you know, whatever. You know what I'm saying? I, yeah, I go to God and all that, but I'm very transparent with her. I, I let her know when she hurts my feelings, you know, she doesn't mean to, but you know what I mean? Like, I, 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 I've done that. I mean, a lot of people say, oh, that's weakness, but I think it's strength. And it is, because you know what? Communication is key. Sometimes, like, I'm a, I'm a strong personality. I am. Uh, I'm really nice. Oh, yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm nice, but I'm also an Enneagram 8. I had to do a whole podcast on, <sighs> on personality types. So, you know, if he comes to me and says that something I said hurt his feelings, you know, then I have to sit and I have to evaluate that. And a lot of times what I said is correct, but the way I said it, it was like, mm, that wasn't that wasn't it and I'll have to be like oh man you know I'm sorry I didn't mean to be harsh or whatever it happens it doesn't happen often I've grown a lot of your the breath years. stink <laughs> I ain't never I'm just said trying to that. be honest I have not said that if my breath stink I hope you tell me I would <laughs> I wouldn't I wouldn't say it like that I actually right? got some mouthwash before this interview because I didn't want you to <laughs> he's a mess but I mean, like, just to be able to openly communicate with each other like that, because what toxic masculinity would do instead of just being like, babe, you know, you didn't have to say that like that. That kind of hurt my feelings. They would just not say nothing and just hold it in. And be mean. And be mean. And be <laughs> low-key salty. And if you do that for years and years and years, that's going to erode your relationship or just one day the man ain't going to say he just he ain't going to be able to take it no more because he done sat on years and years and years of letting stuff 
bother him and trust not me, saying no nothing. No man is cool with that. Right. No man is cool with being disrespected. I don't care who you're talking to. And then one day it's gonna blow up. Yeah. It's gonna blow up bad. So you might as well have open and honest communication with your spouse about that. And I think that is that's a very strong thing to do. Like I love men who communicate and he has no problem communicating. That is very strong to me. Like toxic masculinity says you gotta be a solid type and the solid brooding. I don't know, like what be wrong with people like <laughs> I mean, but, but once again, like, you know I'm not gonna say nothing. You just figure it out. Like, how am I supposed to read your mind? Like, I don't know. <laughs> But once again, I mean, but these were things that were learned. I mean, this a lot of this stuff was not natural for me. Mm -hmm. So learning to be vulnerable, like I, I, I learned that when I was a single guy, you know, from a very powerful ministry called Singles Pleasing the Lord. Yes, you guys, singlespleasingthelord.com. Check them out. Check all them right, out. but you know, I learned that they, you know, they were teaching that women value transparency and openness, and we do. Um, and that's something that men should develop. And I was like, man, that's, you know, I mean, I had never heard that before. So mm -hmm. once again, I mean, I, I didn't just grow just come on the scene <clears> like, yeah, I, I know how to communicate. Now this was all learned. So mm -hmm. guys can learn this for sure. Awesome. Well, you guys, we're going to wrap it up because we are at about 40 minutes. <laughs> but this has been such a great discussion. I hope that it has blessed you, men and women. And we're going to have to do a part two because... Rodney touched on some things that I believe could lead into another really juicy discussion. So we're going to do a part juicy. two. All right. Juicy. Juicy. <laughs> and we're going to talk about, we're going to give some more relationship advice. I've, I've got an idea for my second subject. You guys are going to love it. Singles and married people. This is a very vital discussion. I'm going to bring this one back for are you gotta, gonna just leave them hanging like I'm that? I'm gonna leave them hanging. I'm gonna leave them hanging. <laughs> but we gotta, because uh, you mentioned something about discernment and how you submit to me when it comes to women, and we gotta talk about that some more. Because baby, it saved me a ton of, ton of ton of ton of trouble. Honey, that's a whole other discussion. <laughs> that's a whole other discussion. And we're gonna get into it. We're gonna get into it because the devil is a lie and his booty stank, and I'm tired of his seeing mama is ugly too. and his mama is ugly. <laughs> Um, I'm tired of seeing people's relationships crash and burn. And so I'm going to bring him back for, we're going to close out the season with two back-to-back -back interviews with my baby daddy and my hubby, mm -hmm. Mr. Rodney. So thank you so much for joining us. You're very welcome, babe. And you guys be sure to subscribe to the podcast and check the show notes. I'm going to put some resource links in there. We mentioned Singles Pleasing the Lord Ministry. So I'll put the link to their site in the show notes. They they helped us out tremendously during our single season. And I believe that there, I know that they're a lot of the reason why we have a strong marriage Literally, today. They are. They are. And so I want to put their information in the show notes. But subscribe, 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 share this podcast, and leave us some comments and let us know how it blessed you. Thanks for tuning in. Bye everybody. Bye bye.